Hello, good people. You're listening to Startup Berg, the podcast dedicated to highlighting the Steel City's growing startup community. I'm your host, Adam Simone. Let's get started. Justin Forzano, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks very much, Adam. So uh, everyone listening, I'm really excited for this one. I just met Justin two seconds ago, and he told me a little bit about what he's working on. And it's a nonprofit, I think the first nonprofit we've had on Startup Berg, um, which is a shame because there's a lot of them in Pittsburgh. So I'm going to make sure that we continue to focus on that. But uh, Justin has founded a nonprofit called Cameroon FDP. FDP stands for Football Developmental Program, Development Program. Is that right? Correct. Yep, you got it. Okay, well, uh, let's just go right into it. Justin, tell us about it. Sure. So um, so the mission of Cameroon FTP is to um, promote health, education, and employment opportunity through grassroots football leagues in Cameroon. I love that term, grassroots football league. So what does that mean? That's right. So, I mean, as you can imagine, you know, everywhere in the world, football is the world's game. When we say football, we mean soccer. It's right? the number one game in the world, right? That's right. <laughs> that's right. Most popular. Yeah. Um, and, and that's very true, even more so true in Africa and in Cameroon, which is a country that, as we were saying earlier, has won the African Cup of Nations five times. Wow. Yeah. Um, in 2000, they won the Olympics. Right. And then way back to 1990, they were the first African team to advance to the quarterfinals. Okay, so this is a rich history Cup. in this country. To a certain extent, Cameroon put Africa on the map, on, wow. the, on the world football map back in, um, in the early 90s. Okay, but it's also a country with, um, with some problems, right? That's right. Um, that's right. So, I mean, back, you know, kind of stretching back to 1990, you know, when Cameroon football was as at one of the highest peaks, yeah. um, you know, half the country was living in extreme poverty. Mm-hmm. And currently, the president has been on seat since 1982. Oh, boy. Um, so... You can imagine. I mean, since then, I mean, there there has been progress, but Cameroon is definitely one of the is still very underdeveloped. Okay, um, it's not you know a country like Nigeria or like Kenya, South Africa. You know, those that have really grown over the last couple of decades. Yeah, Cameroon's slugging along, but so, still making progress. So you, yeah, you know, Cameroon's making progress, and you've been working on on your um, your effort here since 2010. Is that right? That's right. That's so right. what what got you into a focusing on uh, a nonprofit that that helps Cameroon and 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 b uh, the football side of it? So the story begins in Cameroon in 2006. Okay, when I traveled over with uh, that's initiative. 11 years ago. That's that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> um, when I traveled with an initiative at the University of Dayton, um, very similar to Engineers Without Borders. Okay. So it matches engineering students with opportunities to you know serve and create appropriate technology solutions to challenges people face in the developing world. Okay. And so I was placed in a, in a community called Kumba, mm-hmm. which is sort of like my second home now. Nice. As you can imagine, I've been going back and forth for over <laughs> a decade. Years, yeah. That's right. And um, I guess the second year, the first year I was in country, I, I traveled around and I got to see, get a good idea of what the situation looks like in rural West Africa. Okay. And so the second year I traveled to a village called Barombi. Mm-hmm. And there's no road to get to Barombi. The only way you get there is by either taking a canoe across a lake oh my or trekking around yeah. a good hour. Okay. And so we get to the village, and the first thing you do when you enter an African village is, at least a West African village in Cameroon, is you, uh, you have to go see the chief as okay. a stranger. So we went to the chief, and I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, Justin, you see how we suffer here? He said, my people are dying. You know, there's no access to school there's no health clinic, there's no road, there's no electricity, no running water. As you can imagine, as a young person growing up in a community like this, right. the challenges that you're facing. Enormous. En- enormous, right? Um, 
kids grow up with a very pessimistic outlook, unfortunately. Sure. Yeah. Um, but one thing that community did have was a really almost pristine football field, <laughs> right? Far really? back. In, yeah, right. Uh, sort of at the end of the village before you would get to um, the forest. Okay. And so I guess to make a long story short, we talked with the chief and yeah. based on the experience we had, you know, as students, we said, okay, maybe water is an issue we can address. And so we promised to come back the next year. And in addition to coming back with a plan and, a, and some, and some uh, funds raised to, to help work with the community to build a gravity-fed water system, oh, perfect. we also came back with a couple of suitcases full of cleats, jerseys, nice. soccer balls, because every afternoon in every village in Cameroon, people play football. Okay. And so you, got, you were like swept up into that culture too. You were there working on the water and then you're also playing football too. That's right. It, every day. It never failed. And so was that when, is that when the kind of the roots of this started? When you started bringing over some material and thinking about, um, you know, the role of football in, in the society? I'd say that's when the seed was planted. Um, it, it's, it really, it didn't start to really sprout until 2010. Okay. So I had moved to Pittsburgh after graduating in 2008. Um, working, yeah, thank you. Um, working in, in the burbs in Cranberry for an engineering firm. Nice. And I'm watching the World Cup. Yeah, it's played in South Africa. And over the course of that month, you know, in June, July, I see a lot of attention being drawn to organizations that are using sport and, in particular, football in Africa to address a myriad of social issues. Okay. Health, um, gender inequity, um, countering extreme, you know, terrorism or violence. Right. right? Like all of these social issues um, that are sort of plaguing the continent and often, you know, is what we hear about when we hear about Africa. For sure. And, but I saw sort of like sport or football as being like the shining light to address all these issues. And I looked around Cameroon and I started calling some of my guys and doing some research and I saw in a country with such a rich football history, nothing like that was happening. Mm. And, and that's kind of when we got, we got to work, I guess. Um, Does, and so what, what drives you to continue doing it seven years later? <laughs> Great question. Uh, I would have to say it's the people. Okay. Um, the people that I work with and the people that, that benefit from our programs. Um, last year, we had over 20 coaches actively engaged, um, over 750 boys and girls playing in our leagues in three different communities. That's awesome. Um, we've got eight full-time staff you know, that, that depend Tell me about on the, the organization. W- what do they do with you? That's right. So, I mean, they're responsible for literally the, all the operations on the ground. And so they're based in Cameroon. Yeah, they're based in Cameroon. They're all Cameroonian. Um, young people from the age of 23 to 40. Okay. Um, they're responsible for training coaches, you know, supporting coaches, organizing competitions, um, monitoring and evaluation, um, you know, financial management, all of those things okay. that, you know, I mean, they basically run the show. And so what's, what, you know, what, anecdotally, what, what are people getting out of this? Like, how is this helping the community? Great question. Um, cause you know, we've, we've talked a lot about that, you know, within internally too, because as you can imagine over seven years, we've evolved a lot. Oh, sure. Right. We started out with none of us having any experience in the field. Right. Um, I had an engineering degree. Yeah. I didn't know anything about running a nonprofit. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it was, it was certainly, certainly learning by doing. Okay. And I think. People benefit from, you know, being a part of, of a network that sort of that 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 serves to promote them. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of kids are growing up a lot. Of, I mean, right. Cameron's got a 75 percent dropout rate Aye. of secondary school, yeah. of high school. So um, a lot of kids are not finishing school for yeah. a number of reasons. And that holds back a lot of kind of pro- progress in a lot of ways. That's right. Yeah. I mean. Very similar to, to here, you know, at least if you have a, a high school education, I mean, opportunities exist like right. 
that that certainly aren't present if you do not, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so so you know, creating a network or an environment um, where kids feel valued, where um, where they they're encouraged to stay in school, right? right? I've had several kids say that like because of our program, they weren't smoking, drinking after school. They weren't, you know, right. getting involved in these like petty crimes that could either get them locked up or that would certainly sort of veer them on the path of not graduating, um, you know, not sort of living productive lives. And so you had, uh, what is it, 92% uh, retention rate in school? That's right, from, from the first year. Yeah. And what we see is like the number of kids in our programs that continue to come back year after year. Um, I think we had, I want to say, close to 90% after year one. Um, like 70% after year two, like right. at least 50% are involved after year three. So they're following, they're staying involved. They're staying involved. Um, yeah. They want to become sort of ambassadors for the program. Oh, you know, that's when they go and that's to how university. you're going to grow, right? That's right. That's, that's right. So that's, what, do you, what, do you, what do you see for uh, Cameroon FDP moving forward? So we've been, you know, as I said, as, you, as we've talked, we've been, uh, you know, on the ground in the communities for seven years. Right. In a number of different communities running you know, very local one day five versus five tournaments to running regional competitions where we've had teams from, you know, five different villages come out um, in a play, you know, in a weekend tournament, um, taking our girls to the African women's African Cup of Nations right. last year to watch, the, you know, the, the best women footballers on the continent. Oh, man, they must have loved that. They loved it. I mean, <laughs> they talked about it for, you know, they're probably still talking about it. Right. And again, these are kids that have never left their village to yeah. a certain extent. Right. It's an incredible um, opportunity. It, it really is. It's, you know, I think back to, you know, I was talking with my sister about this and she, you know, growing up, I mean, everyone in our family played soccer and, you know, I asked her, you know, do you remember the time? Cause I remembered when she went with some of her teammates to watch the women's national team play. Okay. And like the conversation that we had after that, you know, <laughs> like she remembered every detail. Yeah. She remembered, you know, before, during, after the match. Um, so it is like those sort of experiences are, are once in a lifetime that, you know, they'll never be able to get, you know, to recreate. For sure. And so, so, you know, moving forward, based on all these experiences we've had, what we're looking to do is create a framework or a model where that we can almost recommend as like best practices for grassroots football in Africa, right? If you want to capitalize on social impact, which um, there's a lot of attention, you know, the sport for development and peace sector is, is, get, is gaining a lot of credibility. I mean, it's only 20-some years old, okay. right? So it's relatively new, but it's being recognized by the United Nations, um, by a number of different governments, you know, ministries of sport, football associations. Because as you're, you're getting support from some of those folks as well, right? That's right. Um, yes. So in what, three years ago, in 2015, we got our first grant from FIFA, uh, Football for Hope. That's wonderful. So, and, and they continue, thank you. And they continue the support um, with, you know, another grant in 2016-17. We're optimistic, we're, you know, we'll be right back in there again for 2018-19. Great. And so, right, I mean, like, a lot of, a lot of large, you know, Global institutions are looking at sport as a really viable option to address a lot of the, you know, issues that are affecting people in, in underserved communities and in, in the developing world, where you know in a lot of cases you know sport is all they have, and yeah, and so yeah, and so we're looking, we're really so optimistic. It's almost like this framework that you know it, you're you're lo- working on a model in Cameroon, and and so maybe like the grander vision is if we can make this work here, can this work other places, and how do we help folks expand the reach? That's 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 right. That's uh, entirely correct. And so you have something uh, kind of cool coming up in 2019, right? Uh, Cameroon is hosting the African Cup of Nations. That's right. Yes. So, so talk about that. Right. So <laughs> that's um, an opportunity, right? Th- it's a huge opportunity. Um, and again, going back to the national team, you know, 
there, there's been a, you know, I guess a drought in, in sort of the achievement um, where if you, you know, if any, of, any, any of the listeners are watching the World Cup in 2010, 2014, you know, Cameroon is not looking good, right? I think they left, they left 2010 without a point. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I mean, and we're certainly sort of embarrassed in, in 2014. Sure. Um, but, you know, a couple was the last month, February, um, Cameroon wins the African Cup of Nations, you know, for the fifth time. Right. Right. They beat <laughs> Egypt, which is uh, won six times. Okay. So, I mean, the two of them are at the powerhouses. top. Powerhouses. That's right. There are yeah. two powerhouses, uh, you know, in, in African football. And so, and it was done by, with a team of young guys. So, so we see um, a lot of excitement in the country around football. And, um, and, and for Cameroon to host the tournament in two years. And for us to be, uh, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic that we'll be positioned as, as you know, as the charity, as the, as the awesome. organization that is, is really sort of like, you know, getting into the into the villages and really promoting grassroots football. So this is going to help with your visibility, uh, which which certainly can't hurt <laughs> your plans for growth and and continue to expand your impact on the ground. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so I mean, and, and hopefully we're going to create a lot more mem- memorable experiences for all the all the youth in our That's in great. our programs too. That's perfect. Right? Um, so, so yeah. Okay. Well, look, it's a, it's an amazing story. Like what you what you guys are doing sounds incredible. Is there any way that folks in Pittsburgh can help you guys out? Um, Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of ways. You know, I mean, the way this thing started was, as I mentioned earlier, literally with a bag of soccer balls. Right. Right. So um, we're always looking for equipment, soccer equipment donations. Okay. Um, you know, boots, balls, jerseys, whatever it is. Yeah. We, you know, we've got a, a warehouse in Wilkinsburg where nice. we sort of store and pack everything. We've got, um, we ship it directly to Cameroon. So yeah. soccer equipment, yes. Um, we do, we do a couple of fundraising events throughout the year. Okay. So, um, you know, the, I mean, the simplest thing people can do just to sort of stay connected and to follow along with those is, you know, follow us on social media or visit the website. And so what's your website and where are you on social media? So the website is, um, www.cameroonfdp.org. And, um, and it, it's, it's the same, the same handle for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook is okay. at Cameroon FDP. Well, I'll make sure to link to all those in the show notes as well. Perfect. Uh, and you, you mentioned an event that you put on in Pittsburgh every year. That's right. So the taste of Africa <laughs> okay. comes up every fall. Um, this year is coming up in October. Okay. Great. I want to say it's October 14th. Um, and so we actually work very closely with the Cameroonian community in Pittsburgh. Okay. And so the women of the Cameroon community locally prepare all the food. Ah, oh, sounds amazing. So, I mean, you can literally feel like you're, you know, you've traveled 5,000 miles and are, and are in Cameroon nice. uh, for one night right here in Pittsburgh. Well, we'll make sure to, to keep in touch with you from the podcast side in October, in the fall when that comes around, so we can remind everyone that it's happening. That sounds great. Um, well, is there anything else you want to leave people with? Um. No, I mean, I just, I, I guess I'd say if they're still listening at this point, thank you for your, you know, thanks. Um, you know, I hope you, I hope you, you know, enjoyed the story. And to a certain extent, you know, as we've been around for, for seven years now, we're kind of celebrating our seventh year. Um, this is kind of like, it's almost like the, the beginning of something, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, we've taken all that we've learned in the last, over the last couple of years and we've sort of put it onto, into this new model, into this new framework. And so, and so yeah. moving forward, like it's almost like a, you know, a new, a new page is turned. That's exciting. It's well, very exciting. I hope to have you guys on in, a, in another year and see how the progress has come. Yeah. Thank you. We look forward to that. Awesome. If, if I guess uh, one parting comment, if someone listening is thinking about like the nonprofit world for themselves, could they reach out to you directly and, you know, get some advice? Yes. That's yeah. you've lived it. That's right. I've been living in it in yeah. the trenches. So how would they find you? Um, so, I mean, you can find me, I mean, 
I'm all my contacts on the website. Um, you know, I pretty much manage a lot of the, the social media. Good. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> so I'm, you'll I'm see very it. close to it. So yeah. So reaching out through any of those channels. And you're working here work. at the Ascender space, right? That's right. That's right. Yes. Maybe so, before we close a little bit about what, how you use this space. Sure. So, um, you know, it's been great working in Ascender. You know, we, we, we applied and, and were accepted into Thrillmill oh, cohort great. two years ago. Yeah. And so, you know, we were based in, in the old office in Thrillmill right. um, on Broad Street. And so, you know, that was, that was you know, amazing in itself. Um, and then moving over here to the new space in Ascender. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful space. It's wonderful. It's, it's really nice because it, um, you know, to have a space like this, you know, a home base here in Pittsburgh. Right. Um, we, we've got an, you know, we've got an <laughs> office in Cameroon. Right. Not as nice as this one, but uh, we manage it, you know, Good. it's pretty, pretty spacious uh, enough for all of our team to, to work and to welcome, yeah. um, you know, um, anyone, you know, any visitors from the U.S. Right. So, um, so that, Quite I mean, that, that's global. another thing I'd shout out too is, you know, if somebody's interested in traveling to Cameroon to yeah. watch the, you know, the African Cup of Nations, um, to come volunteer as a coach, oh, cool. um, you know, to come, you know, work with our staff. Um, we've done that, you know, several times. We've had students from University of Pittsburgh, from Duquesne, um, University of Dayton, um, we've had visitors from Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, so that's you know, great. We're very, very uh, welcoming. Okay, well, I mean, it certainly sounds it, Justin. Thanks so much for telling your story. And my pleasure. Thanks for having me.